welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You, through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health. This podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hello, everyone. This is Nedalina, the CEO and founder of Rise Up For You, the podcast. Thank you for joining me today. Today, we have Giovanna Rossi, who is the founder of Well Women Life. Well Women Life supports women leaders and entrepreneurs to achieve their highest level of health and well-being so they can make the impact on the world they are trying to make. She facilitates learning, inspires action, and creates deep connections with her radio show, podcasts, trainings, and events. Giovanna is host of The Well Women Show, a radio show on NPR with affiliate KUNM 89.9 FM and a podcast on iTunes. Giovanna is here with us today to talk a little bit about what she's been through, how she's overcome it, and how she's empowering women to step up and rise up and also lead their best life through health and mindset. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. So Giovanna, I'm so honored to have you on the show today. I always like to start off the show by letting the audience um, get to know our guest. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yeah, sure. It's great to be here, Netta. Um, I am a, a consultant. I, I have my own business, and I am um, a consultant for clients who are trying to improve the health and uh, lives of women and families in their communities. So um, that's my you know day job, so to speak. I also am a mom and... Um, I have two wonderful kids, um, and I, throughout, through having, through becoming a mom and growing my business, I realized that I really needed to focus on really achieving my own highest level of health and well-being. Otherwise, I wasn't going to be able to do it all. <laughs> and um, so, I, I, I often say, you know, we create the things that we need in our lives and we teach the things we need to learn. And, um, I definitely did that with the radio show that I host, the well woman show, and also with well woman life, which supports women leaders and executives and entrepreneurs to achieve their highest level of health and well-being. So that's just a little bit about my background. Okay. So tell us a little bit more about the well women, both the podcast and the services. Yeah, so Well Woman Life supports women leaders to achieve their highest level of health and fulfillment and well-being, whether it's personal, physical, um, juggling life and work, professional development or financial success, emotional or spiritual wellness. It's um, basically everything that impacts a woman's life is included in, so it's very multifaceted. And... um, we base, I basically um, have a radio show and a podcast on the topic um, called The Well Woman Show. And we have 
monthly events that women come to to share their successes and challenges with all of the responsibilities and roles they have in their lives. So we know that women generally uh, juggle multiple roles in their lives. They're usually leaders in their families, they're leaders in the community, and they're also leaders in their profession or in their work. And they're juggling all of these three roles, and it can be really challenging. And so, um, and we also get together to celebrate our successes too. So that's a monthly event that is growing. It's in two cities right now, and we're launching in two more cities this spring and summer. And um, the idea is that these are, you know, sort of popping up in cities all over uh, the country and all over the world eventually. And um, we do deep dive workshops quarterly for women to really explore deeply some of the um, topics that are of most interest to them, like financial success, like goal setting, um, like how to uh, be successful using social media to promote whatever it is that you want to promote. So those are just some examples. Um, so that's what Well Woman Life is. Okay, so tell us a couple. I know earlier you talked about um, how many women can tend to feel overwhelmed. We put a lot on our shoulders. Um, naturally, we're very tending to others. What are some tips that you have in regards to women that are feeling overwhelmed and stuck and how they can kind of break that cycle of stress? Yeah, well, I um, really think that there's a starting point. It's, it's a constant, a continuous journey, right? But um, there are some steps that women can take initially to get started, and I can share those with you. Um, and this is what I often talk to women about. Um, and that is that there are four really easy things you can implement right away to, to sort of address those things. And the first one is to say no. <laughs> and um, this sounds really easy, but we really do tend to take on too many things, either due to guilt or trying to meet other people's expectations or fit into a picture that someone else has created. And so really starting to say no is the first step. And so if, if women are listening right now, you know, you can think to yourself, what in my life do I wish I could say no to? And just jot a few of those down and then pick one. And as soon as you say no to it, whether it's, you know, a membership on a committee that you've been asked to do, whether it's um, an extra uh, responsibility at work or something that your kids want you to do, if it's just a bit too much and it's really pushing you in the, uh, you know, pushing you to the edge, um, it's okay to say no sometimes. So, so that's the first one. And once women start actually saying no, it, it's so empowering because it's, it, it's disco- rediscovering. And again, it's a constant journey. So sometimes we will have started this and then we get away from it and we have to go back to it. But it's a um, great way to really reset your boundaries. Um, the second one is that we tend to apologize too much. And whether we mean to apologize or not, we use the language of apology. So we say sorry a lot. 
And uh, we tend to do this as almost as a way of being, and we don't even notice the language that we're using. Um, sorry is such a big part of our vocabulary. So I really want to challenge women to stop using the words sorry and um, instead dig a little deeper when you feel you're about to say sorry. Just pause and dig real deep, real quick, and say what you actually mean to say. So instead of saying, oh, I'm so sorry I couldn't make it to your event, you can say, I hope you had a great event, and I, I hope I can make it next time. And that just completely helps you maintain your power um, and to stand powerfully within yourself. So one thing listeners can do is think to themselves, what do I normally apologize for that I don't really need to? And you can just jot that down and think about how you could rephrase that. And so I have two more real quick. Um, the third one is selfish, being selfish. And so the word selfish has a real negative connotation, um, but it's actually a good thing. And so at Well Woman Life, we talk about being selfish as a good thing. And um, it's because we often put, our, put everyone else first. We put work first, kids, relatives, um, community responsibilities and we tend to leave our needs last on the list. So I, again, challenge women to really think about what they could do to do something selfish. Um, and that could be, you know, even just taking a hot bath. I don't even, you know, I can't remember the last time I was able to take a hot bath having two little kids and, you know, running my own business and stuff. But taking those 20 minutes and just, doing that for myself feels so good. Or if it's, you know, going to your yoga class or just um, picking up the phone and talking to a girlfriend for a few minutes, it's your time for you. And this kind of leads into the fourth one, which is self-care. Um, because we're the foundation of our family and community, we, again, we tend to put ourselves last and take care of everybody else. And that actually does more harm instead of good. We think that we're, that's what we're supposed to be doing. But actually, um, when we prioritize self-care, we, we end up taking care of ourselves so that we can take care of other people and other things. So whatever that is for you, um, you know, what can you do today or this week to take care of yourself? And that might be finally going to that yoga class that you've been putting off because it always, you know, conflicts with work or kids. <clears throat> so, you know, really thinking about something that you can do right away today or this week in that area. So anyway, those are four things that people can start with. Yeah. And I really like the third one that you said selfish. And I know it's, um, as you mentioned, it's really difficult for women to accept that term. And I like to say self-love instead, because for some reason, again, as you mentioned, it's hard for them to, uh, or hard for us, not them, to to do things for ourselves because we think it's selfish. But we do have to rework our mind to say self-love, meaning that it's okay for me to take time for myself. Because as you mentioned with the fourth one, self-care, that if we aren't good for ourselves, there's no way we could possibly good, be good for other people. It just doesn't work. And I think that that's something that we tend to jump over 
right? So we want to help other people. We want to give, we want to give, we want to give. And then before you know it, our bucket of water is completely drained and we're dehydrated (laughs) and there's nothing that we could do for ourselves. And then that's counter effective. So exactly. I love that. So tell me a little bit more, um, you know, when you're working with women and as you know, I work with women as well. I coach women to overcome self-doubt. What are some things that you notice that are just repeating patterns generally across the board? Um, well, that's interesting. I think that I I don't know about uh, what I'm thinking of when I hear you ask that is the, the things that women are always asking about or wanting to talk about. And that is, it always seems to come in, um, sort of come down to three areas, their professional lives, their family and home life and their community life. And it, it seems like it's really hard for women to make all of those three things work. So, you know, work well together in a, um, in a balanced way and balance is such a hard word really because it's sort of this elusive thing, right? We never really quite have it. Um, I think of it more as a juggle. So when one ball is up in the air, we've got one in our hand and, um, and really I, I, I hear women asking a lot about personal development, about finances and organization, even just like organizing their, you know, office can do such a lot for their, um, ability to, to manage everything. And then of course, health and fitness, um, we at well woman life even though we look at all the different facets of a woman's life it's all sort of through the lens of wellness and and well-being and that's kind of the glue that bonds women together is that they're finally coming forward and saying I have had enough of not feeling good of running myself into the ground of not prioritizing myself and I'm ready to step up and take control here and you know, do something about it. And then they find the support of not just from me, but from the other women. It's a real sort of collective, um, supportive uh, structure. So those are some of the things that we talk about a lot. And just, um, so that our audience can hear, because, you know, I know this and I know, you know, this, what are some barriers that you find some common barriers that you find with women as you're working with them. And the reason why I asked this question is because a lot of women tend to feel like they're alone and they're not alone. Like every single woman essentially is going through the same thing. Some might just hide it better than others. So I'd like for you to share again, those common barriers that you find in working with women. Yeah. So do you mean barriers to women being able to achieve their? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah, so the barriers do tend to appear over and over. Um, Some of them, I mean, the the first one I have to say is time. People just feel like they don't have the time. They're so busy with um, with juggling everything. And a lot of people, if they're not taking care of kids, they're taking care of parents. Um, And so, you know, they're taking care of somebody. And also, and then there's work, and then there's all of their community responsibilities, whether they're on the PTA or on the, you know, doing stuff in their church or whatever, 
just we're juggling all these things. So I think time is one. Um, definitely the negative self-talk and the mindset is a huge barrier. And once women realize that they're not the only ones that are battling with this, um, it, it's, it's almost like a relief, like, oh, okay, well, it's, you know, that's not just me. It's, it's everybody. Um, and that's a huge one. I'm sure that you deal with that a lot in your business. hundred percent. And it's, it's all women. It's even women. It's even, you know, coaches and other women that I work with, you know, that have this self-talk. It doesn't matter if they're a millionaire or if they're working a normal nine to five, um, they have a mansion or a car. It doesn't matter. There's self-talk that's constantly happening amongst women that's more detrimental as opposed to progressive. Exactly. I just talked to a woman, very well-known author who's published like 40 best-selling books. And she said, I just, every time I finish a book, I wonder if that's the last one, you know, I, I think that I don't have another one in me and I panic and she has to go see her therapist and all this stuff. And, and I'm like, okay, if, if that happens to you, then, you know, and so I share that story with with the members at Well Woman Life because it's like, oh, okay. So if she's freaking out about that, then it's okay for me to freak out about this. And it's a continual process. So we go through, you know, periods where we do a lot of great positive self-talk and then something happens. And it's usually when something kind of derails you a little bit from your path and it's either something that happened at work or something's going on with your family and it kind of derails you and it throws you back into that negative self-talk. And so having some tools to get out of that and get back on track is super important. Definitely. Definitely. Um, Giovanna, thank you so much for your time. I really, really enjoy this conversation. Obviously we're in a niche that we both um, are very passionate about and, you know, we support women and we're there for them. I'd love to jump into the power section of our episode. Can you tell me one book that you've read that has had a massive impact on your life that you would recommend and share with us? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I would have to say, well, there are two books that come to mind immediately that fit that description, but, um, one of them is a Byron Katie book and, um, uh, what is it called? Um, uh, loving what is, and that had a profound effect on me about 10 years ago. And, um, I highly, highly recommend it as a a powerful tool for um, self-development and self-discovery, loving what is. And um, the other one was the um, How to Expand Love by the Dalai Lama. Oh, okay, great. I haven't read that one. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay. And can you tell us one thing that you've accomplished in your life that you're proud of? Um. The first thing that popped into my head was having my two kids (laughs) because I had them later in life. It was like, you know, getting my master's degree and running, you know, getting appointed to this and that by the governor and having these great jobs and now starting my business. That's all like easy to me. But um, 
finding a really great relationship and having my two children was not as straightforward or it wasn't as easy of a path for me. And so I think that I'm really proud of that, of, of getting there. That that's a great accomplishment. And I always like to, you know, kind of commend those that say that because, you know, the materialistic stuff is great too, but it's always really telling when someone, you know, looks past that and says, you know, my kids, my kids are a good accomplishment. And I think that sometimes in this society, we, uh, we elude accomplishment with, you know, this beautiful trophy that I got or this house or this or that, as opposed to something as beautiful as being able to have children and spend time with the family. Yeah, it just means everything. I mean, I can be doing all kinds of, you know, great things in my work, but the minute something is up with one of the kids, that's it. It takes priority and everything else goes on hold. And that's the life I've created. You know, that's the lifestyle that I've created right. for myself. Right. And, I, and I'm really proud of that. That's awesome. So Giovanna, are there any routines that you have that help you get a positive rise in your life? Maybe a daily routine, something you do in the morning? Yeah, I love my morning routine. So, um, and again, this is a continuous journey, right? So I'm giving you the version of my morning routine that I aspire to do every single morning. And I do it, you know, most mornings. But when I get... Um, off track, I have to get back on. And so I don't want it to sound like it's this perfect thing that happens every single morning, but here's what it is. And this is what I'd love to do. I wake up and I do, um, my lemon water with, uh, turmeric and, um, cayenne pepper. Okay. <laughs> that gets me going. I gave up coffee a couple of years ago. So it's like, that's my coffee in the morning. Wow. And, um, and then I do my age in push-ups. So I do my, you know, 45 push-ups. And um, oh, it's soon to be 46. So <laughs> I'm going to have to add one to that. Um, and that, that really gets the blood flowing. And then I um, sit and I do some reading, meditation, and writing. One or, you know, some sort of combination of those things. And this is all before the children wake up. So this is, you know, getting up early and having that hour of time to myself. And then, you know, I hear the little pitter-patter of the feet traipsing down the stairs. And I think, and I'm like ready. Like I am totally centered and ready for the day. I love that. You know, I'm going to have to try the push-up thing. My oh, age, I'll have to do yeah, that. It's great. <laughs> it's totally great. It gets you going. And it's like, I have these muscles, you know, that I never have. <laughs> I love that. Thank you again, Giovanna, for your time today. It has been a pleasure. Is there anything else that we didn't get a chance to talk about that you want to share with our audience? Well, thank you, Netta. It's been really nice to talk to you. And I don't think so. I mean, uh, people can go and visit my, you know, website and, um, to, to learn more information, it's wellwomanlife.com. And I'm sure you can include links and things in your, in your notes. But um, yeah, just uh, stay in touch. Okay, great. And I, I was going to ask you how else we can connect and support you, but that's the best way, wellwomanlife.com? Um, yeah, that's the website. And then you can follow on Twitter and Instagram at wellwomanlife. Okay, beautiful. And then not to mention, of course, you have the podcast as well up on iTunes. 
Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. Go to iTunes and listen to The Well Woman Show. Definitely. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Netta. I hope you enjoyed that podcast episode. If so, please share it with your friends and your family. You can post it on social media and just help us spread the word. We would really, really appreciate it. And if you haven't already, you can head over to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast and let us know how we're doing. You can leave us a review and a rating of the podcast because we would love to know how we're doing and we want your help to be better. Plus, this really is one of the best ways to support our podcast rise up for you. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Podcast Directory, Blueberry, and of course, if you head over to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, you can check out all of the show notes and listen to the podcasts on the website. Thank you again for tuning in to Rise Up For You. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Tomorrow.